Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Boys, presented by Shitpost. I am the man they call Beach. I am joined, as always, by CJ and JB. Kyle has some commitments and is out of the virtual studio today. Before we get into the podcast, give us five stars, follow us on the socials, uh, or don't, and I hope you piss out thumbtacks. I don't know. Uh Give us five stars. (laughs) Fellas, we had to alter the script. We normally bounce between volume with the boys and the the hockey bullshit, hockey gimmick that Kyle likes to do. So we're not going to do that right now for the intro. Uh, We're just going to scramble drill for five fucking minutes here. Um, I'll start. Have you guys watched any good movies or TV shows lately? Not a fucking one. (laughs) I haven't watched the damn thing. I actually started re or started rewatching White Collar. Uh, it was a USA show uh, that aired in like fucking two thousand seven. Oh yeah, because I haven't because I fucking don't have anything to watch. But it's phenomenal. If you if you've never seen it, it's great. I used to never... come on. Used to come on after Monday Night Raw. That's uh, yep, the only reason that... why I remember that show. <laughs> it do- doesn't get a lot of hype because Suits came out at the same time. And fucking everybody loves suits like that. Suits came back like huge on TikTok or whatever, and uh, like skyrocketed to Netflix number one or whatever. And White Collar just kind of gets forgotten about. But I would say that White Collar is just as good, if not better. Me and Delaney recently watched. Finally got around to watching the Spider Man movie. Oh yeah, yeah, it's one? on Netflix too. Yeah, we uh, we got around to it. Have you seen it? I have not. It's on my uh, like right, to watch I'm... list. So. Well, that, this is just fucking completely tanking this fucking <laughs> intro here. Uh, uh, fu- fuck it, Jake. You fall into any snatch out there on the East Coast? Or, I uh... literally was. I was gonna say that exact <laughs> same thing. Jake, have you have you been in any bars and fallen into any snatch? I'm working on it, but I won't disclose any of the details on air, though. Oh fuck them! They don't listen. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what's What's the bar scene out there? We haven't really talked about that. Is it like real uppity fucking yucky yuck bars, or is it like fucking hole in the wall? Or we got all kinds. There's a the downtown. I think some dude was talking about it the other day. I think there's a 160 bars and restaurants in a fucking like a five block radius. So you got Jesus a little bit Christ. of everything. Shit. Yeah, no wonder you're just it. stumbling into puss. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, but shooting it, it's... fish in a fucking barrel down there. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> it is. Am I wrong? Like Jesus Christ! You know, I mean, it, it's me and Beach much, would have it's to go, fairly easy. Me and Beach would have to go to fucking twelve counties to find that many bars. Oh God, you'd have to. Yeah, you. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's not fuck. comparable to little fucking country ass Illinois. That's a good point. Uh, Beach, but did you see that? Uh, more people in a much. More congested. Yeah, area. that's that's very true. Beach, did you see that Netflix cup that they got going on? Uh, I've seen some clips of it, uh, but I don't know anything fucking about it. So it's basically like Netflix's version of the match of Capital One's the match, mm-hmm. um, but they've got like multiple teams. So it's like uh, a pro golfer and an F one driver play against another pro golfer and an, and another F one driver. <laughs> Uh, I didn't watch it last night, but it was the first match last night, and fucking Burt Kreischer and uh, goddamn Beast Mode were the MCs for the whole thing, <laughs> and so I'm sure that that was just goddamn electric. And uh, Justin Thomas and his partner beat uh, was it Homa? 
I think I think it was Homa and his partner, or maybe maybe more Cal, but I can't remember which one it was. But JT and his partner got the win, so I'll have to check that out at some point. Speaking of golf, we can kind of touch on this. Uh, how jacked up are you for tight for the fucking TGL? The uh, uh, coming like, out uh, the preview show in December and launching in January. What do you think? You you, you want to know how jacked up I am about it? Well, <laughs> last night I got bored. Callie fell asleep, and uh, I was laying in bed, and I didn't have to work today, so I was like, "Fuck it, I'm not going to go to bed. I'm going to watch something." And I couldn't find anything to watch, so I just turned on the 19 Masters and watched the whole fucking thing. <laughs> and uh, it was just as good the 15th time around that I've watched it as it was the first time. And uh, I cannot goddamn wait for this. Like, it, it's perfect because basically as soon as football's over, we're going to roll right into this and we're yes. going to have something else to gamble on. Like, it's perfect. Yep. And the fact that, one, it's going to be on sports books. They've already announced that. And yep. two, it's going to be on ESPN. So, yep. like... We don't have to go searching for it on fucking weird streams or anything like that. We don't have to pay anything that we don't already pay for. It's going to be perfect. I can't wait, man. I think that this whole entire concept of like the virtual golf and like the indoor like fucking green and shit that that moves and undulates mm-hmm. depending on the fucking hole you're playing. I think if you own a golf simulator right now, your business is about to go through the fucking roof. Yeah, because I, this this is going to grow. I mean, simulator golf has gotten so big, especially after COVID. Oh man, shit! COVID. But like now, like everybody and their fucking cat is going to want to fucking. They're going to want to, especially if they did like a TGL like crossover with like fucking Skytrack Simulator or whatever. Like, hey, yeah. play this is our play it play against you. You four buddies can play against fucking uh, the Atlanta Drive <laughs> Golf Club. Yeah. On the hole they played last fucking Monday night on ESPN. We'd fucking do that. That'd be that'd be fun. That'd be oh, fun yeah. as fuck. We we would pro we would it would cut our live golf in half, probably. You're not wrong. We've been talking about opening a fucking simulator bar hot dog stand for fucking three years now. So <laughs> yeah. uh but uh yeah, I mean I think you're right. Uh I mean like when we when we first started golfing together three or four years ago, whatever it was. Um, I mean, we basically only golf like real courses. Right. And then we realized mm-hmm. that, well, fuck, we can't golf year round all the time. So I, I got like that half-assed simulator. We played that a few times. We hooked it up in the garage mm-hmm. and did like all day golf events and stuff. And, and that was three or four, three or four years ago. And I mean, before that, I don't even ever remember anyone asking me to go to a golf simulator. And now right. during the winter, that's like all we do. So I I can only imagine that it's only going to get like more popular from, from here on out, especially when that shit's on ESPN and you can fucking gamble on it. I can't wait for it. Uh, I have up here the list of teams. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six teams here. Atlanta Drive Golf Club, Boston Common Golf, Jupiter Lynx Golf Club. That's the Tiger Club. Los Angeles Golf Club, TGL New York, TGL San Francisco. So you've got all the fucking major markets here. Big time money here. Uh, the, the investor list here is fucked. Uh, Tiger Woods, David Blitzer, Venus and Serena Williams, Steve Cohen, Steph Steph Curry. This is a fucking yeah. who's fucking who <laughs> nuts, of investors in this. And the, the LIV dick riders are coming out like, oh, they're making fucking team golf. And they shit all over us for fucking Bro. team golf. 
dude, you know, this is this is not the fucking same. This is your fucking gimmicky bullshit team yeah. jersey fucking crap that you guys are fucking doing on goddamn LIV. Like this is this is this is prime t- this is prime time here. There's yeah. so much money and so much innovation and technology behind this. This is going to be a spectacle to see on TV. And they're they're creating entire stadiums just for this. Like yeah. there's going to be what was it? I think it was like 50,000 people per stadium or something mm-hmm. like that. So the app, like think about like the big, the big golfs, the big holes in golf, right? At the WM, uh, you know, the, the stadium hole that everybody loves. We all watch it every year. It's crazy. It's going to be like that times 50, like that many people just around a golf hole. And just imagine Tiger fucking stripes a drive and he fucking holes out from, you know, a hundred yards on an actual green that's conforming to the course that they're playing. Like, oh, definitely, it's going to be fucking nuts. It, it should be nuts. And to counter the LIV, you know, they're doing the, the team thing like LIV. Well, the reason that Tiger didn't take a billion dollars to play in this fucking league is because he knew it was fucked from jump. That you can't you can't do something like this half-assed. You have to get ten billionaires and have them dump, I don't know, ten million dollars in it a piece. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Tiger's probably put more than that in. I would assume he's worth a billion dollars. Who gives a fuck? That's just a giant tax write-off for him. But with with the amount of money, the people that are invested in it, do you do you? I guess my question to you is: Do you think that? Venus, Serena, Tiger, Steph. Do you think those four athletes, four of the easiestly, easiest, most recognizable athletes on the planet, do you think that those four people would invest in something that isn't going to be a major success? No, not at all. I, I think that's the that's the difference, right? Like mm-hmm. the the one guy for LIV was Greg Norman and nobody fucking likes him. Nope. Like <laughs> the face of your franchise can't be a guy that everybody associates the name dickhead with. Like it doesn't work like that, you know? So I don't know. I think it's going to be awesome, Mm-mm. but we'll have, we'll have to wait and see. But Can't wait for the TGL. Let's get into the meat of our show, starting off with the NFL week 10 recap. I'd like to welcome everybody to the funeral parlor. <laughs> because, boy, do I have a eulogy for the New England Patriots. Uh, um, I've been waiting all week for this. The New England Patriots have made a fool out of me all year. And, listen, the receipt for 20 years of dominance, oh, it's a stiff one. It's very stiff. And I don't care if we ever win a playoff game ever again, to be honest with you. I just – I don't – it's jarring to see this level of incompetence from the coaches, from the players. And this is going to, I'm going to say this again. I'm not putting everything on Mac Jones. I'm putting 99% of it on Mac Jones. <laughs> the 10 to 6, we get clapped by my arch nemesis, the Indianapolis Colts in Germany. The worst thing to happen to fucking Germany since the fucking Hindenburg. 88 years ago, they sent the Hindenburg over here to catch fire, and we it took us 80 years, and we finally got them back. We sent them fucking Patriots versus Colts 
in fucking Germany. And yeah, imagine that. Imagine you went to that fucking game like, oh, the week before we had Dolphins Chiefs. That was fucking tits. I bet the next game is going to be great. Oh, yeah. Remember all those matchups between uh, Peyton and Tom? Yeah, these are two franchises that fucking hate each other. Let's go see it. And it's just all over the fucking stadium for fucking two hours. It it was I got I to get back on track. Mac Jones throwing back foot duck interceptions. <laughs> Bailey Zappi. This motherfucker thought he was goddamn uh, Dan Marino. This motherfucker thought he was going to run a fake spike and throw in triple coverage. I was bewildered by that. I fell down on the floor. But Mac Jones threw that pick. That should have been the touchdown. It, it was Listen, go back and watch that throw. That is, that is, I would put money. That's one of the worst throws in NFL history. That's Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's one of the most poorly executed. I could have thrown that ball. And I'm not, I'm not exaggerating. Nothing. Was there was shocking. no pressure. There was no pressure, not enough pressure for him to do that. No. And two, it was so underthrown. I, I don't even understand how he underthrew it that much. Like, you know what I mean? He, he underthrew it by eight. He threw it off his back foot with no speed right into the chest of the Colts DB or linebacker or whoever the fuck. Like, all, the, the, I think the linebacker, if, if I memory serves me right, I think he was shocked that he even, like, he's like, oh, God. Like, he just he kind of, like, been. caught it, like, backtrack. I don't think because Gasicki was busted loose over the top. All Mac had to do, just little, little, he's tall enough. He he's not short like Kyler. He just has to throw a little little sky ball up and over. See you later, Gasicki, and we probably win that game. And here's the most damning thing about all this. Before I get back on shitting on Mac, which once again it's not all on Mac. It's just ninety nine percent on Mac. Um, with how fucked up the AFC East is, and how topsy turvy the AFC is, the Patriots. Could have only theoretically been two, three games out. Yep. Now, now we get fucking Jesus Christ. You you go against the actual contender in the AFC, you get fun clap. But we're gonna get to the Bills and how their fucking Super Bowl window has become shut. But um, we're here to bury this season. My season's over. I I cannot, with good faith, expect anything else out of this New England team after what I saw in Germany. It set back the Patriot the, the Patriot way. Whatever glimmers of the Patriot way were still around are dead. They're dead. The Tom Brady's not walking in that goddamn door. Um, Skarnecki is not coming back to coach our offensive line. Josh McDaniels is probably going to find his way home. <laughs> Just tell you that right now, he's probably going to find his way home. I don't um, know if that's a good thing, though. I, oh, fuck, man. He seems he seems to be losing his mind a little bit. His pro- Josh McDaniels can draw up a play. But he can't make the players play the play. Yeah, he can, he cannot he cannot motivate his guys because he's a fucking lunatic. If if somebody just if he came back to New England and Bill O'Brien's like, here's our quarterback room, do something with him. I think he might be able to, because the Patriots environment is very well vanilla and bland. Do your fucking job, we'll find somebody else. I'll fucking do it. I don't think that's really gonna fuck work anymore, boys. But this, I, I want to bury this. Right now, the season's dead. Mac Jones is dead. If Mac Jones is my quarterback next year, I'm not watching the fucking Patriots game. I'm not doing it. I, I can't. We we have we've killed this man. This is this is the one percent I'm going to put on the Patriots franchise. I think the coordinators have not helped him. I think the lack of weapons have not helped him. I think our anemic offensive line has not helped him. But in every single opportunity that Mac Jones has had to make competent NFL level quarterback passes, he hasn't done it. We've seen worse quarterbacks with less do more. And I, I'm out of it. So here's how we fix the Patriots next year. Three things. 
Number one, we don't win another game the rest of the year, and we attempt to get in on the Caleb Williams or Drake May sweepstakes. I think you have to. If by some chance we have the third overall pick and both those fucking picks are gone, Marvin Harrison is going to be staring at us. I don't think we take him. I think we take a for sure offensive lineman prospect because what good is fucking uh, Marvin Jones Jr. if we only if whoever's quarterback for New England only has a second and a half in the pocket? Got to build the line. It sucks, but we got to build the line. Got to build the line. If we can't get a quarterback, we got to rebuild this line. We have Vir- Viridian fucking low is playing on the line. I don't even know who the fuck that is. I don't His know name's the fuck that Viridian is. though. That's Viridian. fucking sick. It's fucking <laughs> stupid. Like I, and then somebody told me the other day that Joe Tooney is no longer there. He's like, yeah, he signed a multi-million deal, deal with the Chiefs like three years ago. I'm like, no, no, Joe Tooney's still there. He's not. Has been there for like two years. I thought, I thought Joe Tooney was still there. But no, he wasn't. Yeah, he's been replaced by fuck. I don't know. That it, it, it fucking shocked me. Oh, C- City Sal. He's been replaced by my boy Sal. Sal the cow. Yeah, it fucking sucks. Um, so one of those two quarterbacks. <laughs> if we can't bring in one of those two quarterbacks. The only other two quarterbacks we should be bringing in are Kirk Cousins, lure him away from Minnesota, Kirk fucking Cousins, or Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm. Mm. The the one that got away. Think about it. You can't do any worse than what he did here in the fucking Raiders. No. Belichick gets his boy to come home. Jimmy G has been on a rough spot, but historically, to CJ's dismay, he is a winner. (laughs) A healthy Please. Jimmy Garoppolo or Mac Jones right now as your quarterback? Oh, Jimmy yeah. G. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's he's as much as I hate that fucking chiseled chin prick. He's a uh, compared to Mac Jones, he's fucking Tom Brady. I bet Jimmy Garoppolo could have made that throw that Mac fucking butchered. Oh, uh, you got if you. Had I Jimmy bet a hundred dollar bill on that week, same. Jimmy G at quarterback last week. You get you guys win that game by two touchdowns. We just we the Patriots are anemic, and the third thing we have to do. No, it's not fire Belichick. I'm not going to listen to this shit. It, it, Belichick has brought me 20 years of joy. I'll bend down and kiss the fucking ring. But I will say the GM duties need to get. You need to take the GM duties off him. Let him coach. He's a great defensive minded coach. Let him be our head coach. But somebody else needs to be making personnel decisions because Belichick's. Uh, I saw a graphic the other day. We've only we from our 2020 draft. We have one person left. Jesus, One. that's three years. Three years ago, yep. It's even worse if you go back two years. I think we, uh, let's see. Who we draft? Uh, yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's gone too. Uh, fucking Winovich is gone. That's that's all I can fucking remember. We just cut Jack Jones, who was part of that draft. Um, mm-hmm. And then and it was hilarious because as soon as he got cut, I'm like, well, he's going to the Raiders. An hour later, Patriots West called him and said, hey, you want to come on out to the desert? And there fuck he is. <laughs> Patriots West. <laughs> that's 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 what I call I call the New England page or I call the the Raiders New England West. I call Detroit Patriots North, and I call fucking uh, there's a team in the South that's fucking scalpers too. Oh Miami, Miami is Patriots South. They've got fucking Elaine and Roberts and fucking uh, that one dickhead linebacker that was fucking terrible for us. That plays pretty good down there. Doesn't matter. Anywho, fuck the Patriots. I'm over it. Season's over. Oh, thank you. I think you covered all all the good stuff. Yeah, and uh, Jake Beams is the reason for all of this because as soon as he said, you know, <laughs> you know, Dylan, you're right. Mac Jones is a competent quarterback. Mac Jones, like his head shot up, like he heard something. He goes, "Oh, what was that? Oh, never mind." 
And then it's just been on a fucking downhill stream from there. It's been shitting on the man his entire career. I finally give him a few flowers and he just shit in my hand. Yeah. I told I told you you shouldn't have fucking drafted him. So listen, I the only Alabama quarterback that I've missed on in the last ten years is fucking Jalen. And you know what? Nine for ten, not too fucking uh, bad. You missed on Tua. Stop it. Nah, nah. I was waiting you for him to say something. I'm good on that. Put him in Cleveland, see how he does. Oh God! Um, put him any, put him anywhere except for with Tyreek Hill and see how it goes. He'll be fine. I mean that. Let, let's be honest here. Tua was fucking not great till he got Waddle and Tua or Waddle Waddle and Tua. I think it's Waddle more system, and Hill. More the system than just Hill. Oh yeah, for sure. Daniel I mean, knows how to play to his fucking strengths. Just put the goddamn ball in their hands. He's accurate as fuck. He just he's not yeah. a. Just don't throw it down the field, and you'll be fine. Josh Allen wasn't bowling out until he got to Stephon until he got Stephon Diggs. So that's true. We're gonna get to that though. We gotta touch on something else though. How about them Texans? Shoving our oh, wow. Cincinnati bet right up our ass. 30 to 27. CJ Stroud once again putting on a fucking show. I think the moral lock for offensive rookie of the year, barring a complete Mac Jones like disaster on the back stretch. Um I, he's I don't even think it matters. He's on no. pace. He's on pace to shatter Andrew Luck's passing yard record. He's on pace to shatter every rookie record there is. And if you're a Texans fan, and you obviously lived through the Deshaun Watson years, you woke up this morning to see that Deshaun has a fucking busted shoulder. Now he's out fucking indefinitely, probably rest of the year. And then you happen to have CJ Stroud. The Browns trade that they did to get Deshaun for the Texans. I said in the group chat earlier, I think the Texans, I'm not going to say this word without any sort of fucking base behind it. I think they could be set up for a fucking Kansas City-like run. I, I don't hate trade. I don't hate that. Think about it. Dude, you drafted your MVP conversation right now. That's what I was going to yeah. say. Like, listen, let's fuck the, fuck the rookie of the year. Yeah, he he plays like this all year. He's winning the MVP. Mm-hmm. Like the and it's it's not even close, right? It'd be, like, it'd I mean, be a runaway. Like, I mean, like this. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, Pat's gonna get votes, but that's because he's Patrick Mahomes, and that has nothing to do with his play on the field. DJ's numbers the, are better than Pat's by a mile right now. I know yeah. it's cra- it's crazy, and I'm so glad that we hit on this. Like, it's the one thing we'll never let that it go. We, we all agreed on, like everybody was we say it every down, week. It, and we should because we were goddamn spot on. Normally, like, I'd put in the group chat, be like, "Hey, this week, let's not fucking talk about this. Let's wrap this up. Let's quit dragging on this. We can beat this horse until fucking Russia launches the nukes." We were right, right on CJ fucking Stroud, and it's not it's not just that we're right, and it's that he just keeps doing it right. Yes. Like it, if he did it, it have a you crazy know. Weapon. No, Who, who's his number one receiver? Noah fucking Brown. Noah okay. Brown was popping off, and he did nothing. I know, and nobody picked him up in the sleeper league. And thank you for that. But anyway, um, sustainable. Yeah, it's not sustainable. That's fine. I I need fucking anything I can get right now. I, I'll take one goddamn game out of anybody. Um, but yeah, I I don't think the question is the rookie of the year. I think he could. I think he could have a very mediocre year the rest of the year. He still wins rookie of the year. It's not even close. Mm-hmm. And then, 
I mean, I guess the only other person that you could really put in the conversation would be Bijan, but I, I don't think that he's had, he hasn't oh, had that no. good. Like, it's been fine, right? Like, it's been what I'll we thought it would be. Later. Yeah, exactly. So, I, but I, I think if, if he stays relatively close to what he's at right now, th- this is your MVP. And Can it's, you imagine? It's nuts. Could you imagine if they offloaded a couple of those picks they got from Cleveland, moved up, and took Marvin Harrison? Uh, no. no. That's my, Illuminati, that's my Illuminati conspiracy here because they have a ton of draft capital yeah. after the, the, the Watson deal. This this what, is they, this is great. I, I think, think I think this I think this team, and when I say Kansas City level like run, I'm talking about playoffs every year, relevant. Run like how Kansas City runs the AFC West. I think they could. I think they could very easily run the AFC South with oh, what yeah. I've seen with Will Levis being a fucking one hit wonder so far this year. Trevor Lawrence kind of struggling. Um, you might have a case when Anthony Richardson comes back in the fold here. But the Texans, you draft, you, you got CJ Stroud, you got Will Anderson, and move up. Make up. You had two bold moves last year with that. Do another one this year. Get yourself fucking Harrison Jr. and fucking compete for a fucking championship. Yeah, they're they're to me they're two offensive weapons away from winning a Super Bowl or contending for a Super Bowl. Their defense is is relatively good. They always are. They have been since they've came in the league. Their defense has always been okay. Like they're not they're not the greatest, they're not the worst, but they're going to get the job done, right? Yeah, they gave up 30 points to Cincinnati last week, but that's Joe Burrow and fucking Jamar Chase. Like come on, you know. So in Cincinnati I, they, in Cincinnati, exactly. So, I mean, you bring in a top-tier running back. Devin Singletary has been very serviceable so far this year, so I'm not going to shit on him at all. Um, but I, how long does that last? I don't really know. And then you bring in an, an actual number one wide receiver uh, to where it's not just all completely dependent on C.J. Stroud to make the play, and uh, they're a fucking problem. Mm. Texans, it's real easy for me to get excited over other teams that have well-built rosters. <laughs> real hard for I, me. It's easy for me because I don't really have one. So, I mean, I, I, I stay I stay jagging off, but like. How, how'd, how'd the jagging off go last week? I, I didn't jag off at all. <laughs> there not, was a, not, not a fucking, from the fucking coin flip, I was like, I'm out. I told not you that was a locker century. Not a singular fucking jag was had. Nope. Um, last but not least, um, Bronco, Broncos country, let's fucking ride. Eight. Your Denver Broncos go in to fucking Ralph Wilson Stadium. I think it's still it's not called that anymore, is it? No. Ralph Wilson. Well, see, I'm so fucking out of touch. I've, just, I've got this old busted flannel. This is like my grandpa's flannel from like 1960. <laughs> I'm, I'm so fucking whack. I'm so fucking whack. Whatever fucking field that is. They go they go to Buffalo Stadium and Josh Allen, the turnover fucking machine. We said it. Jake, we, we said this the fucking last week about problem. You wanna hear you wanna hear it's a, a fucking weird uh you wanna hear a weird percentage about Josh Allen's turnovers? Let's hear it. It's actually better than it was last year. What? Three point four percent. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I looked it up today. Fifteen picks last year. 3.4% of his offensive plays last year resulted in turnovers. So far, it's been 2.4. He must have fumbled the ball a fuckload last year. Yep. yep. That was the problem. Okay. It wasn't the pick. The, I mean, the picks were bad. 
but he fumbled a lot last year. So, uh, the, yeah, but yeah, the issue hasn't been the fumbles. It's been the goddamn quote unquote gunslinger mentality that to be fair, we were talking about earlier. The other night wasn't on him at all. He had no, the there's, hands that fucking bounced off, got picked yeah, off on him. Yeah, there's been a couple. There's been a couple of those this year. I'll give him that, but I mean, I don't even know, man. Beach, you just continue because I'm fucking. <laughs> 24-22, the final score here. Um, the Broncos have beat some fucking world beaters here coming out of the fucking bye. You got to yep. win against the Chiefs. You got to win against the Bills now. Maybe, maybe Mr. Unlimited's figuring some things out here. I, I won't. We'll do the percentage game again. I'll go 30% good Broncos, 70% piss poor coaching, uh, fucking offensive, inept, uh, offensive explosiveness out of Buffalo. They fired their fucking offensive coordinator, which is fantastic. I told you guys the AFC East was going to be a fucking Thunderdome this year, and it fucking is. That's the second coordinator they've fired this year. Yeah. And I don't think he's the problem. I I think Sean McDermott's the problem. No. Yeah. It's it's 100% Sean McDermott making a move to save his job, which, okay, I get that. It's career stability. I mean, anybody in their right fucking mind would do it, right? But at the same time, if you're ownership or a GM, you have to be sitting there like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, we have Josh goddamn Allen, the cover of Madden. Madden curses were holding fucking strong right now. Love it. Uh, Madden cover athlete. He's a fucking, he's a great athlete. He's a good quarterback. Like, let's, let's not get it twisted, oh, he, he, okay? He's a great quarterback, but he can, yeah. he, can, he can end up very well being the Brett Favre of this generation. I was in yeah. an argument just before this about that. I said he's the Brett Favre. I said I said he's a slight, slightly better version of Brett Favre. They say he's not even Brett Favre, not even close. I was like, okay, oh, they were they were saying Dante Cole, Dante Culpepper. I was like, don't yeah. give me fuck. Oh, stop. Dante yeah, had one great year. Come on, come on. Yeah, that's, that's disrespectful. I I, I, yeah. I lean the Brett. I, I lean the his, his play style's a lot like Brett Favre, the backyard yeah. fucking strong yep. arm, shoot the ball, live or die by the fucking gun type of fucking dude. And I love Brett Favre. I love he's me Brett some Favre fucking. I love me some fucking Brett Favre Wrangler commercials, Brett Favre dick pics to unsolicited <laughs> women. I love all that shit. Hell yeah. Him, him fucking Minnesota out of the NFC Championship against the fucking Saints. One of the greatest Wild. fucking play calls. One of the greatest announcing calls of all time on the fucking Minnesota radio. Favre, scrambles left, throws over the middle, picked off. What are you doing, man? This isn't Detroit. This is a Super Bowl. What are you doing? I love it. This isn't Detroit. That's what he says. This isn't Detroit. This is the Super Bowl. Love it. Uh, we're not playing Dan Orlovsky. What the fuck are we doing? Uh, oh man! Out far. But yeah, yeah. Um, we'll I've get never a little more into the team. Bills. But I've never seen a team where I can physically see the Super Bowl window closing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it feels like real soon. It feels like it's closing, boys. R- quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yeah, I. <sighs> One one of my one of my I'll just say it now because we're already talking about it, but one of my big issues with the Bills is that it's it's Stefan Diggs or bust. Like, yeah, Gabe Davis every once in a while pops off for a touchdown or two, and then he's absent for six weeks. Like, they everyone knows where the ball's going, right? So like, double Stefan and fucking score twenty four points and you win. I will say clean up the turnovers, though, and they're probably at least a seven-win team right now, if not eight. You're probably – yeah, you're probably right. They would have won that game with one less pick. 
that yep. game's won. Yeah, a lot a lot of it falls on Josh, and, and I'm not going to take that away from him because he fucking deserves the scrutiny. But at the same time, he's a top-tier quarterback, and we all know that. So why don't we fix the head coaching issue instead of firing fucking nine coordinators in a year and then uh, maybe bring in a weapon that is going to take some pressure off Stephon Diggs and make him a little happier, and now all of a sudden you're contending for a Super Bowl again. Yeah. The the thing about the Bills is I've heard this shit ever since New England's been dog shit is you know the Bills run the division now the 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 Bills have fucking you know they're they're the team that fucking should be playing Kansas City in the AFC title game it's the Bills time is fucking now well the Bills time is now has been about three years now and it, it's like I said I can physically feel this franchise's window. Shutting. They try to do a Rams thing, bring in all the fucking veteran players, and they bring in Von Miller. The they you, you try to bring in veterans on the defense. They can't stay healthy. They're hurt. Josh Allen can't fucking do it all. The league's kind of caught up to him. And Stefan Diggs is going to be a future cowboy. Mark my words. That's probably going to happen. That um, wouldn't shock me. You, you, think, he, you, you think that motherfucker? You think an offense with fucking CD Lamb and Stefan Diggs, and he gets to play with his Fuck. fucking brother? Come on, he's going. He's getting. Gross. I've never. I've never seen a. He. He's also a prototypical Jerry World fucking receiver. Oh yeah, diva, diva, Terrell Owens looking motherfucker. Bring him on down. Yep. I mean, it would fit the star. So Jerry. Good. Jerry has the goddamn ticket in his hand. Your brother's here. It's easy. It's an easy decision. So we'll see how that goes. But I. I don't think you're fucking wrong. Is he a free when's, agent? When's, uh, I don't know. When's the trade deadline? Trade deadline already happened. It's already yeah, passed. it's coming on. Yeah. If if he's that fucking unhappy, they might fucking try to find a trade partner. Or I mean, if they sign him to a fucking deal, I'm pretty sure. So. Yeah. That's fucking. I mean, I, I don't see back the, around on that. I mean, they're de- they're definitely not going to cut him, but I don't know, man. That's interesting. We'll still we'll have a fucking Stefan watch go up on our. Uh, on our feed. We'll, we'll let everybody know when he finally becomes a fucking cowboy or a patriot. <laughs> That'd be fun. Um, let's open up the fucking bargain barn here. Uh, let's see here. On my high-tech notes here, who did I have last week? Um, you know what? I think I threw that away, too. I don't know. I think we hit a little bit. I think we hit. Um, I think we hit. We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> bargain barn. I, I don't remember. I don't remember who the fuck my, my locks were. I think I took fucking... I took uh, Devin Singletary. Oh, that was a week. Or was that the week got, before? Got my, yeah, I got my ass handed to me on that. But you should have took Devin Singletary this week because he went popped off for 125 yards and a touchdown. I think I took fucking Brandon Ayuk. Maybe I think he was underneath seven grand. I don't. Who cares? It does fucking matter? Last week was last week. Had a week. good day. This week is this week. Who are we rolling to this week in the bargain barn? I have a quarterback, running back, and a tight end for you this week, leaving wide receiver oh, alone. Um, at quarterback at 5,800, Brock Purdy against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, CJ Stroud dropped the fucking 45 piece against them just two weeks ago. Uh, this is a drop in the bucket play. Same frame at home with Tampa Bay coming to town. The fucking pass funnel defense. He's got all his weapons McCaffrey, Kittle, IU, Debo. The ship's been right with Brock Purdy. He showed it off last week by making Trevor Lawrence look like a fucking 
Um, Man, uh, just like shit. The, that that he did not look good. That whole entire Jacksonville Jaguars team just laid down and died when the Shanahan boys came to town. And fifty eight hundred is a fucking steal for somebody who's probably going to chuck three touchdowns in this game. Big screen ball to McCaffrey over the middle, George Kittle, and a deep ball to Brandon Ayuk. Lock it all in. Three leg touchdown parlay. Those all fucking hit. That's a mortal lock. Brock Purdy fifty eight hundred versus Tampa Bay. 5,800 at running back. We're going Brian Robinson. Many men wish death upon me. Blood in my eyes, boy, I can't see. That's this motherfucker, the man who got shot. He Listen, the he Brian had a Robinson fucking right great now, day last, this past Sunday. Right now on the season in fantasy football, he is the running back three. The running back three. The running back three. And he is 5,800 against Tommy DeVito's Giants. The commies are at home. This is this is a don't you don't look just throw, hundred percent exposure on Brian Robinson this week. He's going to hit. He's going to hit if by some odd fucking chance it's a win win because if the commies just run up the score, he's going to get twenty fucking touches to milk out the clock. If for some reason Devito and Saquon get fucking cooking and this is a little bit of a game, he's going to be fe- he's going to be force fed balls in the screen game. These rivalry games go fucking weird. I think it's a win win. I don't see it. he's probably going to be high owned. But for a good reason, lock Brian Robinson in for ninety-eight and two tutties this week. And the the Giants be, have one of the worst defenses in the league, too. It's a win-win. There's, there's no <laughs> way he doesn't. It's real. There's bad. no way it jumps off the page. There's no way. It's not like fading ourselves with fucking no. uh, straight-up pictures. This is individual player performance. He's going to feast. He's going to feast. And if for some reason Antonio Gibson gets the rock, I will fly out to. Um, Kami Field, I will grab Riverboat Ron and I will drown him in a bucket of my own piss. I will save my own brew on the flight and I will drown him. Uh, speaking of the uh, commies, uh, I had a uh, multi-game parlay last weekend. CeeDee Lamb over on his yards hit in the first fucking quarter. CeeDee Lamb touchdown. Got that in the second. Uh, what else? Uh, there was three other legs. The only one that didn't hit was Jahan Dotson to have four fucking receptions, oh, and this cunt didn't started. have a fucking yard. Goose he had egg. one target, no Goose yards. Egg. What a fucking dumb cunt. I will never in my goddamn life put a nickel on that motherfucker ever again. Side note, I really like Jahan Dotson in this matchup against the Giants. I know, but... me too, <laughs> goddammit. Side, Side note, Side note, we fucking... just... Four catches. Are you kidding we just me? Watch, we just watched Brandon Cooks go absolutely nutty against him. Yeah. I think yeah. Jay Hong could go nutty. And um, he hasn't done a damn thing all year. Not no. just yeah. one game. Cooks hasn't done shit. Tight end here. Uh, we are going to great value Travis Kelsey. Trey McBride of the Arizona <laughs> Cardinals. This motherfucker is balling out. Kyler Murray came back. His numbers got even better. Eight for nine, 131 during the Sunday victory against the Falcons. They go to Houston, who is also a pass funnel defense. We watched Kate Otten on the, the Bucks get loose when they played that fucking barn burner a few weeks yep. ago. Um, Trey McBride, his last four games, very consistent. 5.9 points, 25.5 points. 5.2 points, 24.1. Now, if you read that, you think, fuck Dylan, he's due for another five. I think he's due for another explosion this week. Lock him in for five, 102, and a tutty. Um, big game. That's going to be a great game to watch, the Houston game against the fucking uh, Cardinals. Trey McBride, 4,400. 
and uh we'll do we'll do something that I normally don't do. We're gonna give you an automatic super lock play of the fucking century. This boy's a little little more expensive, a little more cashy. He's go I try to keep players below seven grand, but we're gonna go right on the fucking line here with Jameer Gibbs, Detroit Lions, the Bears coming to town. Monty revenge game. A lot of people are going to be looking at Monty here for good reason. Monty's great, but I think because of the reason everybody's going to be looking at Monty, thinking the history against the Bears here, I like Monty to do good in this matchup. I like Gibbs to do better, and the reason why, Justin Fields is back on the other side of that fucking ball. They're going to have to fucking put up some points here. I think the Bears will be able to – I mean, it's, it's another division rivalry fucking game here. The Detroit should win this fucking easily. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Jameer Gibbs, I will probably play hit. Jameer Gibbs and Brian Robinson will be in 100% of my lineups, and I'm completely unapologetic for it. I expect I like 50 it. points out of those guys combined. It's going to be fantastic. That is the bargain barn. Let's move on into our week 11 picks. I completely forgot to do the uh, updated scorecards, but once again, I don't think we had fucking a week to brag about, boys. Nope. Cincinnati really fucked me. All I know is the lock of the century smack. The lock of the century. JB won his fucking game of the year. Uh, I actually have the card here. Let's see. Um, We all took Cincy. Yuck. Um, (laughs) JB, you whiffed on the under in the Baltimore and Cleveland game. CJ, you hit on the over. That one smacked. I got one, guys. I got one. And me and Kyle died on Baltimore minus six. JB, you did hit on Indy because you're a cocksucker. Um, <laughs> everybody else whiffed on New England. Uh, CJ, your mortal lock was the over in Tennessee and Tampa Bay. Did that hit? Did not. Did not. <laughs> oh, yeah, 26. Oh, oh. boy. Um, JB's game of the year hit. Chicago minus three and a half. Did They won, right? Chicago won, but they won by three. So yeah. Oh, fuck. Son of That's a, a bad beat, man. Bad beat. <laughs> and then me riding Dallas 16 and a half hit fucking easily. Fuck, man. Dude, I was watching that <laughs> game, and the the entire game, they got up 14, and I was like, this motherfucker's going to hit his goddamn lock. <laughs> like, there's no way. And we talked you into it. Yeah. I did it for I was the so memes. I was going to go Arizona. I talked about it for, like, fucking an hour and a half at Callie's parents' house. I was so mad. <laughs> This fucker saw 16 and a half, the largest spread of the year. And thought, you know what? Let's do it. Like, fuck. What a, what a fucking, that's a good bet, though. I have not been great on my mortal locks, and that one fucking hit. Tomorrow night, the Cincinnati Bengals play the Baltimore Ravens. A lot of good games in primetime this week. A lot of good games in primetime. Finally. Yeah. 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 Finally. Finally, and I say good games because I can finally say this is probably going to be a good game, but the Monday night game is Minnesota at Denver, yeah. which signed me up. Signed yeah, me up I'm in. Josh Dobbs is a fucking animal. He's fun to watch. And I, Russ has been cooking all year. Like, the problem yeah. hasn't been Russ. The problem's been the rest of the team, and everybody else is kind of rallying around him, it seems like. So, I'm cool. From another fantasy football perspective, Josh Dobbs is a quarterback four on the year and has played for two different teams. That's fucking yep. absurd. Isn't it nuts? <laughs> it's he didn't even know the playbook when he came into Minnesota. He didn't yeah. even start the fucking year as a starter. No, I know. The dude got <laughs> fucking ridiculous. And he's going to get Justin Jefferson back more than likely this Sunday. 
back no, is gonna be the front. Not- How you doing? Nice to see you. <laughs> yeah, is, no is, shit. Is he not playing? I didn't think he was going to this week. I, I think next week. Yeah, he. I got him. I got him right now. It's questionable for fucking. Uh... Well, good for me then. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Anywho, the Cincinnati Bengals travel to the Baltimore Ravens. Bengals are three and a half point road dogs. Over under is forty six. Bengals money line plus one forty five. Um, JB, why don't you start us off? I'm going Baltimore minus three and a half. I want, I really wanted to go Bengals again, but I, I, Baltimore's just a fucking, they're an all around team. They're, they're just a fucking great team. So I'm not, not fading them at all. I'm going, I think they win by maybe, I don't know, five. I think it'll be close. Oh boy. So when I did my notes today, because I, I now have Wednesdays off so I can sit down and like look at these games, and it's not helping me a fucking bit, but whatever. So originally I, t- I said Baltimore money line. Okay, here's why. <laughs> Since he's offense is fine, but Higgins is unlikely to play. He's so not that's, playing. He's out. He's not playing. He's out. That's great. Yeah. That's fine. So without Higgins there, all the pressure is on Jamar Chase. I don't like that. Uh, I, Jamar Chase is good enough to where it doesn't really matter, but – a, lo- a little more added pressure over there takes away from their offense a little bit. Um, only the Cardinals and the Giants have allowed more red zone trips than Cincinnati, which I fucking hate uh, because Baltimore, sh- they should win this game outright just on that stat alone. But then you've got Cincinnati's defense with Hubbard and Hendrickson. They're all trending towards out. And then you have <clears throat> Baltimore, who's put up 30 points four weeks in a row. Cincinnati has put up 24 or more in three weeks in a row. So then at the end of my notes, I said, take the fucking over. So I'm taking the fucking over. Over King 40, going over. It's only 46. I, You know what? I wanted to do it for all three games, but I fucking talked myself out of it. So I'm not doing that, but I am going to take it in this game because 46 with these two teams should be easy enough. Hmm. Baltimore's defense is nasty, though. It is, but they're putting up 30 points a fucking game. Yeah, that's true. So All I need is Joe to fumble fuck his way into two touchdowns, and I'm good. These Thursday night games have been absolutely terrible. The under has been fucking the king. The Thursday night under. By all means, CJ's bet of over should fucking hit easily. But I'm going to take the under here, boys. I'm going to ride with what fucking has been going on. I think, uh, like JB said, the Baltimore Ravens defense is good. I think the Bengals can kind of fucking hang in there a little bit here. But 46 is uh, 46 is a pretty big total for a shithouse Thursday night game, especially a Ravens team that's going to be coming back after getting fucking uh, close game, but I will call it a demoralizing game against the Browns. Yeah, uh, Yeah, you put up 30, but still lost to fucking Cleveland. And they're a fucking trash heap right now. I shouldn't say trash heap. They've been fine. But They've been pretty it, good. It, it's it's my hatred for uh, fucking Uncle Touchy, which he's no longer there. Uh, but congratulations to Cleveland winning their Super Bowl last week. I'll take the under here. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't like watching games with an under because I'm basically just rooting for nothing. But yeah. I'll take the under here. Under. Yeah, I I think you're right, and I I think Cleveland's fucking done for the year. Like they. They might not Their win another game. Their defense, Their defense is, great, is great, but listen, DTR ain't it. 
Like, didn't they win a couple games with him? That's no. true. I'm just they saying they're they're right now they're the fucking seven seed in the playoff picture. That's mm-hmm. not going to hold. They're six and three. I'd like them better if they had a quarterback like I don't know Josh Dobbs on the roster. Oh wait, yep. they did sure. at one time. Yeah. <laughs> they sure did. I'll be a, I'll be a monkey's. I uncle. forgot about that. Fuck. They just traded him this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they sent him to fucking uh, Arizona. What a brown! <laughs> what a fucking <laughs> bone! The Browns are gonna brown, man. Just fucking terrible. Fuck. The New York Jets travel to the Buffalo Bills. They travel to Ralph <sighs> Wilson Stadium. The over under the Jets are seven point road dogs. Over under is thirty nine. Jets money line currently sitting mm-hmm. at two fifty. Um, everybody in their cat is going to probably be betting the Jets plus seven here. Uh, every time we've bet the Jets on this podcast, we've gotten our fucking asses blown out of the fucking water, it seems like. <laughs> we, we've always complained about the Chargers doing this to us. Now the Jets are doing this to us. Um, the Jets' defense is the only thing keeping them alive here. I think this Jets' defense is going to be able to get a couple turnovers off our boy Josh here. Yep. I'm going back to the well. Jets plus seven. Don't think, just throw. Low over under here. Tight game. <laughs> The Jets could win this fucking game outright. I really, I'm <laughs> staring at, I'm staring at the Jets money line here, and I'm thinking that this fucking Jets defense could single handedly win this fucking game, especially a Buffalo Bills team that just got rid of their offensive coordinator. They are, the media is shitting on them. We're dunking on them right now. Everything is saying Jets plus seven. So we fade ourselves and go Buffalo minus seven. No, I think I think the hysteria is real right now in Buffalo. They're five and five, and they're on the fucking precipice and not even fucking making the playoffs. The AFC East is a Thunderdome. Jets plus seven. We're back. Jake, what do you got? Because I see you laughing at that minus seven. <laughs> minus seven fucking Buffalo Bills. That's my pick. <laughs> For almost every reason that Beach just said. Everyone's all over the Jets, I'm sure. Been shitting on the Bills all week. Plus seven's a fucking lock, right? These games are always close. Nope. The Bills probably going to win by 14. <laughs> um, Jake, I'm going to. I think if Josh Allen cannot turn the ball over, they're fucking blowing the doors off. Well, boy, That's you're just game. playing. You're playing right right off my fucking hand here, also, buddy. Let me just add the Jets won the first game. They just fucking ate the Bills' lunch. Yeah. I don't think the Bills let them do it again in Buffalo. And by the way, the stadium is called Highmark Stadium. I'm looking at right now. There you go. What a stupid There's fucking the... name, Ralph Ralph Williams or Ralph Lauren or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> Way better. Ralph Wilson <laughs> Stadium. Bring it back. I'm tired of these fucking stadiums changing names. The Bitcoin. It's, crypto it's always goddamn Heinz Field. It's always going to be yeah. Heinz Field. You can go fuck yourself. Uh, I'm going Jets plus seven. So the Jets have only lost by seven twice this year. Hmm. And that was last week to the Chargers and the Cowboys. Both really high-powered offenses don't turn the ball over a ton. Uh, that's not the case with Buffalo. Buffalo turns the ball over quite a bit. So, now, I, I do think Buffalo wins this game. I just don't think it's by a touchdown. I, if Josh just turns the ball over one time, they're going to be fine. they are probably win by five or six. No big deal. He turns the ball over zero times. The Jets are in fucking trouble. But Gabe Davis is going to have to, and Dalton Kincaid are going to have to have a day. Kincaid's been falling. I know he has. That's what I'm saying. Like, both of those guys are going to have to take a lot of pressure off of Stephon Diggs because they're going to put old fucking Sauce Gardner on Stephon Diggs all night long. 
Salt's going to eat that ass for a little bit. Stefan's going to get his. He always does, right? He's top three wide receiver in the league. Why wouldn't he? But uh, for whatever reason, a touchdown is a lot for this Jets team. And I don't understand. I don't understand why, because their offense is terrible. But for whatever reason, they just stick in these games outside of the Cowboys and the Chargers, which, I mean, the Chargers aren't too hot this year, but the Cowboys are a perennial playoff team right now. And I don't really see that slowing down. So I I just think Jets plus seven is a, is a kind of a safe bet. Now, now I say that, and they're going to get beat by 25. So <laughs> take that with what you want. I think but... this is a trap. I think it's going to be a blowout. No. Nah. No, I, think so. I think if if this line was a point lower, I fucking hate it. I actually hate this game in general because <laughs> both teams are just sh- shit right now. But I I don't know. Jets seven, whatever. Monday night, great game. Super Bowl yeah. rematch. Philadelphia Eagles travel to Arrowhead, which in five years will probably be called the fucking Pond Water Stadium. I don't fucking know. Um. <laughs> The Eagles traveled upon water to take on the Chiefs. The Eagles are three-point road dogs over under 45 and a half. Philadelphia money line plus 124. I'm going to take CJ's gimmick here and bet the over here, over 45 and a half. Um, I'll take one Monday night shootout in the Super Bowl rematch, please. Emotions are going to be running high here for this Philadelphia team. And that's all the fucking high-powered insight I have here. I think the Chiefs are going to win this game, but I think this is going to be a point of Palooza. Uh, I won't be shocked to see both teams put up at least fucking 25 points. If you close your eyes and sit here and you think really hard about the score, I keep coming up 35-27. I close my eyes again. I see 40-38. I close my eyes one last time. I see 10-3. I mean, no, it's not going to be 10 um, The Philadelphia Eagles... Love that team. Good team. Chiefs are going to win this game no matter what. Yep. But the safest bet on the board, mm-hmm. over 45 and a half. I'm, uh, I'm going to go Chiefs money line here. Uh, it, it's going to be a tight game, and I, I don't feel 100% certain with this Chiefs pick, but I, I just think that they're when they're rolling, they're, they're the better team. Philadelphia is the, – their offense is kind of – stumbled out of the gate here right outside of aj brown it's been pretty much deandre swift and fucking 10 piles of shit um both the the problem that i have with the over in this game is that both of these offenses take forever to get down the field they just milk the clock and that's why they win so many goddamn games they take control of the game and they don't let the other team have the ball and that's great it works but it's not good for overs and the Eagles have a mediocre middle of the field defense. Their linebackers are okay. Their defensive line is what gets the job done. Most of the time they're secondary. They've got three quarterback or three, three quarterbacks, three cornerbacks that are out and or questionable and a safety that's on IR. So their secondary is depleted. Their linebackers aren't that great. I don't know. Bodes pretty well for uh, old Pat Mahomes dishing it over the fucking middle to the best tight end of all time, possibly. Sorry. Not possibly, I don't think. I think he is. 
<laughs> I, just, I just wanted to apologize. This beach has been through enough in the last week. <laughs> All Wait, right. what? Uh, what? What's up? What'd you say? What? Travis is the best tight end of all time. I won't even fucking acknowledge it. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> you're locked. <laughs> we had our chance. Uh, so, what is the line in this game? Is it two and a half? Uh, no, it's three. Three this morning. Three. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like that even better. Eagles plus three. I'd prefer it three and a half just so I don't have to worry about a push because I think it'll be potentially a three-point game. Uh. I just think the Eagles are a better team. I know they're playing in Kansas City, but even though the Eagles haven't blown most people away, they've won by five to six every game. So, and the Chiefs, the Chiefs' defense has been great, but their offense has been pretty shaky. So, yeah, I, I don't think they're gonna eat the Eagles' defense alive, and it's it's hard to hard to stop the Eagles. So, I mean. I could see them losing potentially, but I think they cover three. Love it. Love the picks. Let's go into our mortal locks. Um, I'm going to stay in the fire on taking double-digit favorites, and I'm going to take the San Francisco 49ers minus 12 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't think they stand a chance of hell in this game. I think the Niners are back big. Niners are back big. Niners are back big. Um, I think this Niners – D-line is going to sack Baker Mayfield approximately nine and a half times. Um, I think Hargrave, Bosa, and Chase Young all take fucking uh, at least a sack here. They, they take their turns teeing off on sober Johnny Manziel on back of my Baker hate. Um, Niners, huge here. Minus 12. Final score of this game, 30 to 10. Don't hate it. It was on my board too. I didn't take it, but that was on my board. What do you got, JB? Uh, I honestly don't love a ton of bets this week. I'm torn between two right now, though. And one of them is the Texans minus five, but I just don't want to follow that hype train just because I feel like something stupid will happen. So I'm going over. I've got it at 47 and a half in the Bears game. Motherfucker. Over that. <laughs> that's where I'm at. I think that'll be a fucking shootout. Neither one of them have much of a defense, and Justin Fields coming back. Beach kind of already touched on all of this, yep. but yeah, I'm going over in that Bears game. I'm I'm taking the same thing over 47 and a half in the Bears game. I I didn't. I, this this is uh, <laughs> you know what? Listen, we're not playing against each other. We're playing to win fucking bets here. So I'm going over 47 and a half Bears Lions. Fields expected to play. Lions are kind of back to normal offensively uh, after that uh, disappointing game against the Ravens. And uh, St. Brown and Sam Laporta, big fucking day from both of them. Guarantee it. Both running backs probably have a big game, too. Oh, guarantee. Yeah, 100%. Revenge game for Monty. Jameer Gibbs is the clear better running back there, even though Monty's good. I don't, I don't think it's much of a question. 47 and a half should be a lock. The Bears might give up 47 and a half. <laughs> they, they, they might. <laughs> Shooting the shit. This stemmed from a comment I made on Sunday Night Football when I saw the Raiders' new interim coach, Antonio Pierce, mean mugging everybody on the sideline. I think he could beat the fuck out of me real easily. Beat like, us all three yeah. combined. Like yeah. with a, At the like same with time. A, with a pool noodle, he just works my asshole over. So that got me thinking, what are three – 
what are a few NFL coaches that you would just beat the fuck out of in a fight? Um, there's a few that I would really like to just uh, kind of just beat shit out of them. One of them is Brandon Staley of the Chargers. I think that little that little I knew pencil that was gonna come out. That yeah. little pencil neck dickless pussy who has cost me so much money <laughs> betting on that fucking team. I'm gonna take out a lot of anger on him. I'm fighting him just on him not covering. That's the only reason. <laughs> he does it on purpose. <laughs> hey guys, let's win this game, but let's do it by two. Yeah. Fucking cunt generational talent across the fucking board and this dude just continually fucking just can't, can't, damn, can't cover can't win a fucking game what the fuck it's are you so doing I would, I would love to beat the the ever-living fuck out of him you want to go you want to do one and then go around and then do another yeah, we'll, just do, we'll, just, we'll just do one round table keep going around yeah cool uh i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna go frank reich number one draft pick on this one <laughs> it's real fucking easy he's got a real punchable face to just to start <laughs> He's a frail, pasty white fuck. Uh, I, I went kind of in depth with these. I looked up their fucking stats, how tall they are, how fat <laughs> they are. I, I fucking I did the whole thing. So he's a uh, this. These are my notes on Frank Wright. Frail, pasty white fuck. Previous tech educator. He's a fucking nerd, so he can't fight. And nerd. he's tall as shit. He's six four. So uh, he's tall as shit. Yeah, he's got the balance of a fucking giraffe. I'll just pop him in his ears, and he's fucked. <laughs> all right well mine was mine was more personal i didn't look up their stats or anything, but matt eberflus is getting absolutely fucked he was on, he was on my board too and also just because he's a bull dude and i probably could beat the shit out of him but the fact yeah he, he's ruined my life for long enough a year and a half not very long but just <laughs> fucking sucks he needs to get that a lot of fucking rage built up there. Jake's got it all day. Uh, I would also like to take the town. He hasn't been a coach very long, but his appearance scares me. I think he's like the fucking Zodiac killer. Uh, fucking Jonathan, <laughs> Jonathan Gannon for the fucking Cardinals. <laughs> Have you seen him? Dude, that The fucking dap up with uh, who was it? I know the video you're talking about. He fucking yeah, Like I was Fast. just <laughs> like, dude, what on, the fuck are you doing? On site, I think this motherfucker hangs skin suits in his fucking basement. <laughs> I think he puts lotion on the skin. He terrifies me. He, he like te- like Ted Cruz, the fucking senator. He yeah. fucking terrifies me. I think they're fucking serial killers. I'm doing the world a favor. I'll take Jonathan Gannon out to a nice steak dinner and stab him right in his goddamn neck. <laughs> Did you, have you seen the Tom Segura bit on Ted Cruz? Mm-mm. He's like, I'm, I'm out for my morning walk, and uh, I fucking walk past the senator's house. Maybe current, maybe not. And he goes, "Hey, you're the comedian, right?" And he goes, "Yeah." And he goes, "Hey, uh, where do you think the term motherfucker came from?" And he goes, "You think it's people doing that?" And Tom goes, "Yeah, probably." <laughs> like, what the fuck you? Uh, and then at the end, he's like, "Yeah, uh, it was Ted Cruz, by the way." By the way, <laughs> whatever. <Ted Cruz. laughs> It's funny. Check it out. Uh, second, I'm going Zach Taylor. So not only is he a terrible fucking football coach, but he's 40 years old. Okay. I got nine years on him. So we're good there. He's six, two got a couple inches on me. So he's going to have a little bit of reach. That's fine. I got, I got five pounds on him. So we're cool there. Two ten. Uh, his dad's name was Sherwood. 
So I'm <laughs> I'm one I'm one hundred percent sure that he grew up in the suburbs, and uh, I'm pretty sure that he would probably slap when he fights. So I have no problem just beating the piss out of that guy. Okay. So this is what I was referring to earlier when I was saying I'll get to that. Arthur fucking Smith. Oh, yeah. The man just deserves an ass whooping because he doesn't know how to utilize his some of the best offensive weapons in the league. Bijan doesn't fucking use him. Pitts doesn't use him. Uh, London doesn't use him. Um, but anyway, I don't know if I could actually beat his ass. He's a pretty big dude. But that mustache just needs to be slapped right <laughs> off his face. <laughs> so I might just spit slap him and run. And but he's on the list. Uh at three, I was gonna do like an easy fucking target like Pete Carroll because I think that'd just be hilarious. The visual of me just wailing on Pete Carroll. I think fucking absurd. I'm getting there, man. I'm getting there. All right, I'll, I'll, leave that, I'll, leave, I'll leave that one on the table. I'll leave that one on the table. Uh I'll go. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Andy Reid at three, oh. because every time I see him, I think he looks like fucking Doctor Eggman from Sonic. He and fucking I want, does. I want to do this shit where like I dress up in like a purple hedgehog suit, and like I get him in like a little bathtub that I paint up like the Eggman mobile, and like I do Sonic spin dash attack on him like over and over <laughs> and over, and like rings are flying out of him. I think that'd be hilarious. Cheeseburg- yeah. Cheeseburgers are flying out of him. I really want to jump on Andy Reid like uh. he's a trampoline. <laughs> I think that would be so fun. Mm. Sorry about that. I had to take a drink here. <laughs> um, well, at number three, I'm taking Pete Carroll. So <laughs> he's looking. He's 72 years old. He's 5'11", weighs 175 pounds. Listen, I will Easy punch money. I will punch straight through this dude's sternum and rip his fucking heart out, okay? You hit him one time, and he has a fucking heart attack. There's no way on earth that Pete Carroll can beat my ass. On my notes here, I said Pete Carroll looks like he would you would hit him and it would make a dog squeak toy effect. all right i knocked the fucking gum right out of his mouth no problem oh god uh this one i'm going not because i don't like the guy i like the dude mike mcdaniel but i just think i could beat his ass we're built pretty similarly he's the one one of the few other than the old guys that i might have a shot against just because we're literally the same size i i think i have him what is he like maybe fucking 40 38. He's 40. He's five. He's 5'10, by the way. He's my. Oh, yeah. I got him easy. I got a yeah. reach advantage. Yeah. I like the guy, but I'll knock those glasses right off his face. Love that. Yeah. You two really do have a similar. He's like if I put you in the dryer and like threw like a, a, vape, a vape pen in there and some glasses and like an old school, like he was a ball boy for the Broncos, so like a fucking Thrill Davis jersey for like an hour. Out would pop fucking Mike McDaniel. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, I really that was don't have fantastic. Any, yeah, I really don't have any other coaches besides that. I just know I'm not going to fuck with Antonio Pierce. I'm probably going to no. fight. I'm not, not going to fight Robert Sala either. Hell especially no. no. Well, especially if it's a sunny day because of how polished his head is. He would just <laughs> angle the sun at you and melt you like a goddamn <laughs> anthill. You know who I'm not fucking I, with? I'm not fucking with Riverboat Ron. I was hoping somebody would mention him. Yeah, that dude no. got connected to the cartel guaranteed. 
Yeah, he'd pull he, out a I, gun I, and just shoot yeah, I get ass. that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I really, I do think I, I stayed away from Belichick because I didn't want to be rude. You've gone through enough, but I could beat the fuck out of Bill Belichick. He's probably got a like, hitman on his fucking speed dial too. Fuck yeah, I him! I, I, I want to do that. Defense. I want to do that. Send your whole defense after me, you old rickety fuck. He'll send his fucking cokehead son after you. That's true. You, that, you want Steve true. at your fucking you door fuck. doing this? <laughs> <laughs> you want Steve doing that at your fucking doorstep? <laughs> That should have been you why want I that? stayed away from Bill. Because if you get Bill, you gotta have Steve too. Steve would be like the ra- would be at like the rabid fucking bulked up Chihuahua sitting fucking shoddy with him. Like Bill would be like, let me handle this, son. And he'd just be like, let me out, pop. He'd be like Scrappy Doo from Scooby Doo. Oh, let me out, let me out. I can do it right now. Let me out. It'd be hilarious. Mm. I'm not fighting Steve. No, no, fuck was no. Gone. I'm not fighting him. No, Steve, no rip, your, Steve rip your goddamn nose off. <laughs> if I burnt mine up doing coke. I'm gonna take your nose and just find like a bowling ball. I just grab <laughs> right off your fucking face. <laughs> oh, I'd be terrible. Oh shit! All right, good show, boys. We miss Kyle this time. We'll get him next time. Uh, no show next week. We got fucking the holiday season, Thanksgiving. Um. Right now, gun to your head, you have to pick a Thanksgiving dish to eat the rest of your fucking life. You can only have one. What is it? Oh, man. Authentic-ass thick noodles. Oh, the Amish noodles? Hell yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's a good one. JB's a noodle guy. Absolutely. I, Mm. I like chicken and noodles. Um, I... People aren't going to agree with this, but I love stuffing. I can eat stuffing every like fucking stuffing. day. I like stuffing too. That's a top, <clears throat> top four yeah. for me, probably. I, we we did a Thanksgiving food draft like last year uh-huh. or the year before, and that was pretty high on mine. I love stuffing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna have to go. I really want to do deviled eggs, but like, that's mm. not like a fucking exclusive. Like you can have that any fucking holiday meal. Uh, I'll go fucking sweet potatoes. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I like I'm, I'm, I like a good yam too. I'm, I'm I'm a sweet potato guy. You give me some fucking nice fucking caramelized potatoes, a little fucking maple glaze on it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you throw a little marshmallow on there, like a loaded baked potato from your fucking local Texas Roadhouse. You fucking you get, <laughs> you get my bird dancing. <laughs> All right, let's uh get the fuck out of here. Once again, no show next week. I'm going to have a four-day weekend on the horizon, so Ooh. I'm probably going to uh, do maybe a little uh, little best of the boys video, maybe the best of shooting the shit. Love that. That'd be that'd be interesting. Maybe a little holiday Thanksgiving special. So uh, keep us locked here during our bye week next week. CJ, hit us with the outro, and uh, we will wrap things up. Cool, man. Uh, yeah, go like all the socials. Give us uh, five stars. We need it. Uh, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. And if you don't listen, go fuck your mother. Fuck. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. I'm excited for Friendsgiving next week. Um, Jake, I'm a little pissed off at you for not coming home, but you know what? I get it. It's a uh, long ways away. Long ways away. What do you? What are you gonna do for Thanksgiving now? Since you're not coming home, probably some Friendsgiving bullshit. But I've only got one day off. I gotta work the Wednesday oh, before, right after. God damn, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm in Beach's boat. I've got four days off, but uh, 
mine are a little spread out. I got Wednesday, Thursday, and then Saturday or Sunday, Monday. So, um, but yeah, man, I hope everybody has a good holiday. Uh, stay safe. If you're gonna, you know what, just don't drink and drive. Uh, we'll, we'll stay away from that subject a little bit, but, uh, happy holidays and, uh, fuck everybody. So stay fresh. Cheese balls. Cheers, boys.